If there's one thing I know for sure, it's that I'm going to say a little bit too much. This is Oversharing with me, Erica Shea. Well, it's been a minute, hasn't it? What's up? It's Erica, as in Erica Shea of Oversharing with Erica Shea. Do you remember me? I hardly remember doing this show because it has been such a whirlwind. It's been over a month since my last episode. And first of all, thanks for being here still. Thank you for all the comments and likes and support over on my Instagram. Of course, you can find me there at Erica Shea with three A's. Erica Shea. Um, it's been the craziest month maybe of my life so far. I, since we last spoke, packed up my entire life drove to Salt Lake City, Utah, and started a morning show. And um, I don't really know people here. I obviously I know my co-host and co-workers. But as in like, I just met them. Um, I didn't really know anyone here prior to moving. So obviously, a lot comes with that. And I always forget, obviously, I've moved several times, you know, we've talked about it. And I actually need to go back and listen to my complete episode about moving to a new city on your own because I forget that at the beginning, it's really crappy. Um, And this is just me. <laughs> this whole episode is just I'm going to be as real with you guys as I always am, but even more probably because it is interesting when everything you've ever hoped and dreamed of comes true And at the same time, that doesn't mean it's going to be this easy, fun, floaty thing. Like, I've been through a lot of emotional stress, obviously, the last um, couple of weeks, the last month. So not only did I move, which is extremely stressful, but then apartment hunted, (laughs) that sigh. I apartment hunted right away. I was in an Airbnb for a week. I hate being out of my routine. And then I started a new job, didn't move into my beautiful, amazing apartment that I just freaking love now. But I didn't move into that until like the second week I was here. And on top of that, started a completely new job, learning so much, learning how to work with different people. Um, really just starting over in so many ways. And that's been super interesting and stressful and exciting. And it's been really tricky to be out of my routine. I'm such a person of routine. And like every day is different right now. We're doing a lot of work on what (laughs) the ins and outs of a morning show. I mean, I think that if you're someone who just consumes radio and you don't work in it, you probably don't know everything that goes into putting together a radio show. Like, obviously, I don't know everything that goes into anyone else's jobs because this is all I've ever done. I really thought I knew morning radio. And then you like get thrown into this completely different world and in a new city and in a, a position that you've never held before. And it you learn a lot. So anyone who started a new job recently or ever, bravo to us because it's totally not easy. Um, Some of the great things is, I mean, I'm doing what I love and I feel really um, lucky. That's such a silly word to use because it's so much more than that. But I'm really, really doing the thing that I've always wanted to do. And it's been really rewarding and also really interesting to kind of be at this point and be like, okay, well, don't mess it up. (laughs) Um, 
And I know a lot of you have probably seen that we were like getting a little a little pushback from some people in the community. And that's just because the show that was on this station before us had been here a long time and they had a lot of really loyal fans, which um, I love that. I love when radio shows have created like a really strong community. And there's so much behind the scenes there, obviously, that uh, I don't even know everything of because I'm new. But if you've reached out, I promise I'm good. And I actually think that you learn so much about yourself when you're going through any, I mean, this is the most cliche thing to say, but I'm going to say it because I think that people need to hear it more. You learn so much about yourself when you're going through any sort of pushback or adversity. Like I learned that those people not loving the fact that I was on their radio every day really didn't bother me. And I'm someone who was like pretty emotionally sensitive I don't love rejection. I don't love the feeling that like people aren't connecting with me, I think is the biggest thing. But for some reason, I felt maybe it was because I felt that that was a situation where I was technically being judged without them even knowing anything about me. And over the years, I've developed the ability, I guess, as I learned this month, I developed the ability to be like, well, if you don't know me and you don't know anything about me and you've never taken time to know those things, then why should I care about your opinion of me? And that's such a big lesson I think that all of us could learn. Like, say you start a completely different scenario. This is not based on my experience. But say you start a new job and someone at that job just immediately doesn't like you, even though they've taken no time to get to know you. They, you know, just in no way know anything about you. You should be able or you should work really hard to let that roll off your back because they don't know you and they're judging you and they're making assumptions about you based on what? Maybe it was the fact that their friend applied for the job you got for. Maybe it's that they applied for the job you got. Maybe it's that they really miss the old person who left. Maybe they just don't like younger people coming in. Again, I truly am not meaning to base this at all on my situation, but I think that any time or it's like, you know, you go to meet up with, wow, can I speak words? You go to meet up with like a group of newer friends and there's some other friends there that you haven't met. And one of them just clearly doesn't like you right away. But if they know nothing about you and they have no understanding of who you are as a person, then whatever, that's their issue. Clearly, that's a them problem and not a you problem. And learning that lesson this month has been really freeing, I guess. I feel really like proud of the way I've been able to handle any sort of like pushback in that way. Um, I won't say like, again, that's maybe the easiest thing that's happened this month is like, I realized that didn't bother me. Um, but it's been really liberating and it helped me realize like, I used to think like, oh, I just hate rejection. It's like, no, I hate rejection from someone who's taken the time to get to know me and to understand me. And I do think that's the hardest part about, you know, breakups or like fights with friends or fights with families, whatever, is that when the, there are people who know so much about you. There are people who really understand you. And um, I just, yeah, I just think take into consideration if you're ever getting judgment or distaste from someone who doesn't know you that like, they just don't know you. And I kept saying to my co-host over the last month is that I feel 
and I hate to say this because I didn't really think it was going to be true, but I feel that after turning 30, I've developed a lot more self-confidence. And I think that's potentially like a very standard feeling for people after they turn 30. Like, I think that's a universal experience if you let it happen. If you want to fight back and be like, no, I'm not confident. I'm not going to like let that happen to me. I'm going to continue to care what other people think. Then I can't help you there. But there's something about getting older and surrendering to that. Like, I can't change the fact that I'm 30. I'm 30 whether I like it or not. So what have I gained from like those years is just kind of knowing myself really well and having some confidence in, well, this is just who I am. And so again, it all, it kind of all ties together. Like this is just who I am. So if that person who knows nothing about me hates me for that, I bet they wouldn't hate me so much if they got to know me or, you know, this is just who I am. So even if they did get to know me and they just aren't really a fan, they have two choices. They can just not be in my life or they can outwardly dislike me and like flip that on yourself, right? So if you're talking to, or you're like clearly not vibing with someone, it's like, okay, if they don't know you, brush them off because they don't know enough about you to even make a, a informed opinion. If they do really know you, it's up to them whether they want to choose to fade out that relationship like and not make a big deal out of it, or if they want to make a whole scene of it and make it this whole awkward public thing. And also my advice, you guys, clearly is like, don't be the person who makes it a big awkward public thing. Sometimes we all go through shit and we like accidentally like get into arguments and like make it a bigger deal than it is. But at the end of the day, this kind of goes back to like our friend, the episode I did on friendships a long time ago. Like if someone's just not a good friend, just let them go. And, and that's maturity is like being able to let people go and like having confidence in yourself and knowing you're not going to change for someone as long as you're happy with who you are. If you're really unhappy with who you are, maybe you should make some changes. But if you're pretty happy with who you are and you and a friend just aren't on the same page anymore or like, and I don't mean the same page, like same life place. I want to make that very clear. If you're not being treated well by a friend, it's possible it's time to just let them go. Um, and that just goes back to like my friendship episode. Cause I think as you get older, the less like bullshit you're going to put up with, <laughs> frankly, but yeah, it's just, I just think it's super important and like something to realize that like, you don't have to like fight with people. You can also just decide that you're not really ever going to be close again. Um, that being said, because this came up, I don't want you to think that means when you're in a different life stage as people that that means you should let them go. I completely disagree with that. I think we have so much to gain from understanding ourselves and understanding our friendships and allowing them to ebb and flow because like this has come up in my personal life recently. It's like sometimes I'm just closer with people who are more in my life stage because I need that. Sometimes I need to not be around people who are married and have babies all the time. Sometimes I love the comfort of my friends who like have things figured out and I can look at them and be like, I'm sorry, hold on, rewind. I want to change the way I phrase that. Just because someone is married and has a child and has a good job does not mean they have it more figured out than you. 
So let me go back. Sometimes it's comfort to look at my friends who are married and have kids or are thinking about having kids or on their way to having kids and just seeing that like everything that is possible with that life, right? I have these amazing friends who are married with babies and are still working full time and like being complete like badass women who do it all and they shouldn't have to do it all, but somehow that's what the world wants. But I'm just like, I'm so amazed by them and I love watching them and being able to be like, that's cool. And like someday I want that and someday I'll have that. In terms of the figuring it out thing, I think that we all have it figured out to a level. And sometimes it feels like you're the quote unquote like hot mess friend when you're like still dating and you're still like trying to put yourself out there. Um, And for me, even this move, as much as this was like a very big career move, I also, I experienced some stress and anxiety over being that friend who's starting over again. You know, in my group of friends, I wouldn't say there's a ton of them who are still start. There's really none of them who are still starting over again. And it did make me self-conscious of like, why, why am I still like not fully settled and don't have all these things that they have? But I don't think that means they've figured it out more than me. I think that just means that we're just on different paths and that's okay. And there's still people I love and there's still people that I want to have in my life. You know, being in different life stages doesn't mean they're a bad friend, doesn't mean you're not supported, any of that. Sometimes it means you both can't support each other as much as you used to. And sometimes it means you just go ahead and support each other as much as you used to, even with all the chaos going on. Like, that's what I mean by ebbs and flows. So I think that's an age thing, too, is like the comfort I have in relationships and knowing that they don't always have to be exactly the same as they once were. So there's my spiel on friendship that came out of nowhere. I wasn't expecting to do that one today. But I did just want to say like, it's so easy to be hard on yourself in times like the one I'm in. I've been really hard on myself these last couple weeks. Like I was so exhausted the first two weeks that I couldn't even get myself to like fully go work out. Like I was just like struggling with that. And now that I have more of a routine and I'm you know, I'm settled in my apartment. I'm waking up every day at the same time. I'm going to work. I know about when I'm going to come home. I have taken extra work I was doing um, to supplement my old job off my table and therefore off my plate, not off my table, off the table, off my plate. Um, I've taken that like supplemental work completely out of my life. And so now I have more time to devote to this new job. And thank goodness. And I also have more time to devote to myself in a way. Uh, and having that extra time to devote my, to myself can be a little tricky because it's like, what, what do you do with all this extra time? What do you do with this? Like, I mean, I'm saying this as if I have like all this extra time. No, by the time I like do my work, get a workout in, maybe sneak a nap, cook dinner, do the rest of the work that I do, need to do from home. Yeah, I don't have much time. But I do have a little extra structure in my day that allows me to invest in myself a little bit more. And it's um, almost scary because I feel like I don't want to waste it. But then the pressure of not wanting to waste it makes me feel like um, there's I'll, I'll never like live up to. It's very, I'm very in my head these days is what I'm trying to say. 
And I think that comes with like big life changes and not having the same social patterns that I once had. And I really miss my friends. Like I really miss my friends in San Diego who had become such a big part of my life and were like that second family. Um, and same with the ones in LA. They just, it was, I got so comfortable in both those cities. And now to be not driving distance from either is totally a bummer. Like it's not easy. And I guess the entire point of this whole podcast, what I'm trying to say is, I think I've said it zero times so far, these big, exciting moves don't always feel really, really good every day. I've had days where I've questioned if this was the right move and not because I questioned if it was the right move for my career. It is absolutely the right place for me to be in for my career. Like I don't ever want that to be something that people think I'm questioning. It's more just like I got, I psyched myself out a little and I thought I was having those bad thoughts of like, well, you know, why does everyone else in my life have their partners and have their kids and everything feel settled? And I'm like starting all over again. But the more that you just live through it and the more that you find yourself settling into this new routine and the new city and the new life, like you're going to be fine. If it wasn't meant to be, it wouldn't have happened. And that's what I have to remind myself of often is like things happen and things work out and things happen quickly like they did for me when they're supposed to. And whether that's a long, long, long term stay here, whether that's some sort of huge career lesson I'm going to learn, whether that's I move here and I meet the man of my dreams and he rides along this radio journey the rest of the way with me, manifesting that, um, you know, you just never know. And so I think that there is comfort in like, but it wouldn't be happening if it wasn't worth something good. And I think that about everything, big changes in your life, they always happen because they're going to be worth something and it might not be visible to you right now, but it will make sense. So I don't know. That was just like a big rant about everything. Clearly things in my life have been really different than the last time we talked. Um, I do really love Salt Lake City. If any of you are ever out here, please hit me up. I don't know if I'm quite outdoorsy enough for this city, but maybe, maybe this girl's going to learn a couple new tricks this winter. I certainly want to learn to ski. I just don't think I'm going to be any good at it, which is a concern. But you know what? You never know until you try. So really, I should just, I should just try. But yeah, I just always want to encourage you guys to not be afraid to go for the things that you want to go for. And I promise it's hard and it's scary. And there are days that you doubt yourself, but I really truly believe that it's always worth it. And it's for a reason, especially if you have some big dream that can't necessarily be fulfilled wherever you're living currently. Like I pretty much had to move to, to finally do the thing that I've been saying I wanted to do for years. So if I had just said no, I mean, there was no, there's no world where I would have said no. It's just been an incredible opportunity already. And we're literally one month in. So I can only imagine like what's going to continue to happen. And I just encourage you all to say yes to the scary things sometimes and really think about like, if you're really on the brink of deciding between something, maybe it's a job offer, maybe it's a breakup, maybe it's just a move just because you need to move. 
I don't know. I just encourage you to think about the world that would happen if you didn't do it. And if that one's really worth accepting and like giving into the fear for, like, do you want things to stay the same or do you want to just go for it? I don't know. I say just go for it. Um, I am going to be back to regularly scheduled programming starting now. So I'm really excited. I'm excited to get some more guests on the pod again and just to live this life with you. There's going to be a lot of of me growing up all over again because of this new city thing. And I hope that it in some way always resonates with you. And by the way, when you're going through big life changes, make sure you have your therapist on like speed dial because man, it's so great to be able to just like vent it out once a week. Actually, I haven't even seen her once a week, but it's so, so great to have someone that you can just unbiased talk to and then be like, okay, that made me feel better. I'm going to go on about my day. Um, but I love you guys so much for sticking through all this with me. I love you guys for being huge supports of all of this. And, um, I feel so supported right now. And it's, it's pretty crazy because people were worried that I was feeling very, very not supported here, but that is completely not how I feel. And I'm really thankful for that. So love you all so much. We'll chat next Tuesday and I hope you have the best freaking week ever. Of course, rate, subscribe, do all the things leave reviews, whatever it is on these podcasts and find me on Instagram at Erica Shea with three A's. Talk to you later.